Cousin Jared, we are back after a good weekend. Uh, I, I know that all of our baseball viewers here are already watching the college football show. Um, I don't know if they're all watching the NFL show. And if they aren't, that's a sad thing because uh, Sideline NFL is killing it, um, yeah. which is, yeah. is what you expect with a player-based model. I feel like every time I update with injuries, you know, you're moving teams up or down a lot. I mean, there's some teams who are moving 10 spots because of injuries because there's some key guys in the NFL and that really matters. And that's why, that's why I didn't do an NFL model before I kind of flirted with one, but I didn't really do much with one because I knew it needed to be player-based. I knew it needed to be updated with injuries and mm -hmm. that's killing it. And then on top of that, Jake comes on show and picks out a couple B grade, C grade winners as well. Um, I, I made so much money today it's not even funny I, I don't i don't even know what to say about it you know yeah i mean who who would have thought that this is a, a, an nfl channel now so <laughs> i guess stick around for the nfl picks yeah stick around for the nfl picks um remember if you want picks for all the college games all the nfl games all that's in dub club uh we're gonna give you a little sneak peek if you're not with us there about some of the benefits that you received there today uh but otherwise because jared you are a man of the people here there's one day game and you are mm. gracing us allowing us to talk about that one day game so i mean i feel like the people ought to drop you some love in the comments because that was that was very kind of you to choose this so that people knew what to do with the day, daytime baseball action. Well, this is good. I mean, everybody can probably guess where I'm going with my analysis of this game. And we're getting to the point in the season where you're not going to get very many uh, more days like today on the calendar. So figured have yeah. to take it out of the garage, take it out, take the yeah. car out of the garage, yeah. take it around the block yeah. for a spin one, one more time. One, one last spin just in case the winter yeah. comes and it's uh, yeah. you know time to, yeah. time to, yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, and because of what you're alluding to there is daytime in Kansas city and it's still warm. It's still humid. Uh, low 80s to start, kicking up to mid 80s to finish. And, you know, there's still some warmer temperatures around the country. A lot of those places have retractable roofs. Um, Kansas City, of course, not one. So it's going to be a warm day. Hitter-friendly ballpark. Nice little weather adjustment. Wind blowing out. Slash across at 10 miles an hour. Caveat on this one, the wind, if it shifts to blowing out, that projection to projected total you see on the screen is going to go from 10.4 to about 11 if I shift this to out. If I shift it to across, it's probably going to drop to about 10. In the model's kind of hedging at this point, saying about 10 and a half. That makes over nine just a really strong play either way, whether it's 10, 10 and a half, 11. The wind can, and that's what we were kind of like, we got to be a little more cautious. Some of these totals, we had a couple that really bit us by playing them overnight and the weather changing. The temperature's not going to change, the wind might, but it's one of those wherever, no matter which way the wind might go on this one, it's not going to shift the blowing in. It just might be across. And either way, we're a good run over what the projection is. You got the push projection on nine uh, in a game that I, I don't know might be relatively close. The, the Royals have a chance to win this game simply because. Uh, they've got one of their better pitchers against one of the Guardians' weaker pitchers. And, and so who knows what happens. Game could get to 4-4. And at that point, if it's 4-4, we know that we at least won't lose. Obviously, the benefit on a day like this and a park like this, this game might go over by the fifth inning. We've seen that before here. Not saying that will happen. It's just on the table. And that possibility excites me. Uh, Cousin Jared, what else did you have to say about this one? I mean, that was really everything that, that I had to say. I mean, it's hot. 
It's in Kansas City or, or warm, at, at least. Uh, it's in Kansas yeah. City. You've got an 8% weather adjustment. That's one of those things, wind blowing across it. The wind shifts a little bit to out. You've got an even better situation here. Uh, the Guardians, I have enjoyed uh, belittling their offense at times this season. I have to say it has gotten better. It's it's not good, but it has gotten better as the season went on. They scored eight runs in one inning uh, today or yesterday, I believe. So bets are coming around a little bit just in time for the end of the season. Um, our boy Jordan Lyles. Little, I feel like that was a little given up. I feel like it was a little jab there. You know, bets are coming around just in time for the end of the season. Like, do, do you secretly hate the Guardians? <laughs> I mean, I secretly despise every team in the AL Central where nobody can seemingly get their crap together. Mm-hmm. Uh, and if they had, you know, gotten their bats together, I, I don't know. I guess at one point in the season, then last month, they were like a game and a half out, and then they kind of started yeah. taking it. Couldn't, couldn't win any games. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, moral of the story is, is that just not very many other opportunities to for a, a weather adjustment like this to go for an over because everybody knows I like to play my unders. Uh, overs, not as much, but sometimes the weather just sets it up too well for you, and, and you can't say no, and I think this is one of those times. We've seen a lot of runs in September. I don't know if that's going to continue over the last two weeks of the season. We've seen more runs in September than just the weather adjustment. It's been a really high scoring month, even though the weather has cooled down mm. at a lot of places. I think some of that's just variance, but uh, it is a reminder here that, you know, as you get down the stretch of the season, it's not like it's just easy to go straight under because there've been so yeah. many earlier this month. Guardian talked about their offense against a right-hander. The grade jumps to a 95. They're still a little bit left-handed heavy. They still kind of are going to struggle more against lefties. They'll be facing a righty and Brady Singer. A guy in Singer who's not as bad as that 551 ERA. You see that 95 grade there. So that's kind of the caution on this one. This isn't an over because Brady Singer has a 551 ERA. Far from it. We still think he's a better than average pitcher. Um, Not as good as last year by any stretch of the imagination. Last year was a dream season for him. Uh, But he's definitely better than that 551 ERA. He's he's just had some bad luck there. Underlying metrics uh fip and xfip both within a, a one hundredth of a run of each other 426 427 uh which is a decent enough picture cal Quantrill, uh you know the guardians seem to score runs in his games which is helpful because yeah. he seems to come up so uh who knows if that'll hold here uh but e- either way you're talking about an atrocious royals bullpen a guardians offense that as you mentioned has been put together and the conditions of this one are right the royals score some runs at home uh, away from home sometimes they can you know, their bats can really go cold they're not a, a great hitting team but at home in that park they, they can put up some runs so we just need either side to do that and what should be a you know relatively contest here in the middle of the day projected total of 10.4 makes overnight a pretty easy pick uh it's my favorite total of the day i think we got three of them that we locked in I love this over here. That doesn't mean it's going to win. There's no locks in gambling, but uh, the value is just through the roof here in the daytime. Which takes us to 7.20 p.m. Eastern Phillies at the Braves. Um, let's get the, the the intro out of the way. And then I, I, I'm just like chopping at the bit to get to my question for you here, Cousin Jared. Uh-huh. Uh, Zach Wheeler and Kyle Wright. Zach Wheeler's been fantastic. We've long talked about he's better than that 370 ERA. Um, one of the better pitchers in baseball. Not going to get a lot of love, uh, but having just a great year, doing his thing very quietly. He's not getting the Snell love. He's not getting the Strider love. He's not getting the Justin Steele love. Uh, yep. Probably because his name isn't Sweeler. If his name was Sweeler, probably he would be. In, in, in. Probably, yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kyle Wright. Got hurt really early in the season. Last year, he was a guy we loved to back. I believe we started backing him pretty 
well, maybe even the season before that. I, I can't remember exactly, but it feels like we've been backing him for a long time. Haven't had the chance to this year. 740 ERA in his 21 innings. Hasn't looked great. Underlying metrics in last season's data, though, I still think he's a decent enough pitcher. The Braves' bats are incredible. Model says the Braves win this 55% of the time. Home field's going to give you 2 to 3-ish percent. So you're talking about on a neutral, the Braves would be slightly favored that the offense for the Braves slightly overcomes the pitching edge, mainly because that offense that offensive edge is there for nine innings or more versus the starting pitching edge is there for the Phillies for six, maybe seven, seven kind of max. Right. And mm-hmm. then depending on which relievers throw, maybe it dwindles. So that's kind of why the model slightly leans Braves then playing at home 55%. We've kind of long said, Hey, the Braves, any, any edge, we want to jump on them. Um, Cousin Jared, what on earth got into the water for the Braves pitching. This Marlins offense is not that good and put up like 400 runs this weekend, hit everybody around. Like, like, I mean, my, I I see this and I know people are gonna be like, Oh my gosh. Like, are we, are we backing the Braves again? Like, but, but but they're the best team in baseball still. Right. Like I would, I don't even know what to do with this. Maybe you can help me out here. I mean, they gave up 36 runs in three games. Uh, that's that's sub, just sub, a lot. <laughs> yeah, that is suboptimal for sure. Um, yeah. All I can say is that baseball is a long season. Every team's going to have stretches where they go through things like this. It just sticks out like a sore thumb when it's a team like the Braves that you're so used to, you know, yeah. either one, them being so consistent, or number two, like, I mean, it, 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 well, okay. It, number two, they can give up nine runs and they can still win the game because they could easily score 10, 10 or 11 sometimes. So I think that's the most surprising thing. And also like how generally they either started out ahead or, you know, were down and then would come back and tie it up and take the lead mm. and then just give up a lot of runs. Yeah. It just feels like, you know, again, I like to come on here and state facts and everything, but this just feels like this is the best team in baseball. This cannot continue yeah. for a fourth, a fourth game in a row. And I, you know, I hate fading Wheeler, uh, but again, it's like we've talked many times this season. When you get an opportunity to back one of the best teams in baseball like this, I just, mm. I just don't want to pass it up. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, and I, I always have to remind people, right? The, the There's no locks in gambling. The Braves can continue to struggle like they have. That is not to say it's not impossible. Uh, cousin Jane, I got to call you out a little bit. A little bit of that gambler's fallacy there, right? You know, you, you can't fourth in a row, right? They don't have to four in a row now. They've already done the three, right? Now they only have to do the one. So they can yeah. continue yeah. to do it, right? But, yeah. it, you well, know, I think it, I think maybe what I'm trying to say is that it, it's not – they still are a good team. And so ignoring that, you still expect a good team to be a good team, right? Yeah, c- correct. And uh, the way I was more looking at it is, like, the past three games have no effect on, on this game. And yes. the reality right. is, is – even right. including those past three games, they're the best team in baseball. And so right. that's why I think it's unlikely yeah, this happens gotcha. because gotcha. they're the best team in baseball, not because it, you know, this other thing has happened. Dude, in past yeah. Three yeah. Games. That's a great, that's a great point. I'm glad you clarified that for us. Right. Yeah. That, that the fact that the Braves gave up those runs against the Marlins, it, it's, it's not to say that it doesn't matter because it matters, but the three games before that mattered too. And the three games before that, and the three games before that. And that's where you're going to say in the whole, on the totality of the season, this Braves team is really good. Their yeah. offense is really good. Their pitching is good. Their bullpen is good. Their bullpen, again, probably a little bit of a disappointment for your Braves fan, especially what you had last year. Yeah. But it's yeah. still a good bullpen. The, the interesting thing this year, and I, I don't know, I'm sure someone can drop the comments who it is, and I'm just not thinking about it, but like all bullpens are bad. 
right? Like I cannot think of a single bullpen that I fully trust at this point. Like the Astros bullpen, the Dodgers bullpen, the Mariners bullpen, the Braves, the Guardians, they've, they've, yeah, it seemingly they've all had their issues. And, and I know someone's leading in bullpen ERA. I just feel like whoever it is has had their issues, right? It's all bullpens are bad. Well, um, and, and, and like the Ori the Orioles were top or, three but, were solid until Bautista got hurt. Bautista going down really hurts them. Yes. You know, just yeah. I know they won an extra innings today. It was great to, you know, today here on Sunday to yesterday, depending on when you're watching this. That was a good but yeah, without Bautista, that bullpen is a whole lot different. So yeah. obviously he's one side note right while we're here he's one that definitely will be keeping an eye on so the benefit of the player base models like you know he's out and then i'll come back in right going to the playoffs that's really going to matter but anyway all this discussion aside if you're concerned about the braves the bottom line is there's no guarantee they're going to continue to play bad there's no guarantee they're going to flip there's no guarantee of any team doing anything and that's why we have to try to take the totality of data and assess how things are going uh last word on this one cousin jared i'm going to give to you if someone is specifically heard all of that dialogue and still mm -hmm. says, I'm scared of the Braves, and, and I want to see them figure it out. Now, obviously, caveat, right? We always tell people, don't make a bet you're not comfortable with. We're not trying to pressure anybody into this, right? Right. But but aside from that, which, again, we're not, you know, you got to be comfortable with what you do. Someone says that, do you have a, you know, a final word, a final thought to kind of help get someone to think about this from a non-emotional probability side of things to just say there's still a smart bet at this price of minus 110 not at a price of something like minus 140 of course uh i mean they what did i did i see like they were the first team in mlb history with like five players to hit 30 or more home runs so, something mm -hmm. like that like it's just you know the offense is so so good and i understand it's wheeler but like you're yeah. not in my opinion you're not even talking about like your ho hum, like run of the mill, good, solid, playoff worthy offense that you see every season. Like, this is an offense, in my opinion, that you see like once every few years. Like, mm -hmm. this isn't an offense. It's just like, oh, yeah, you know, they're the best team and best offense in baseball this season. It's like, oh, they're one of the best offenses that I can remember in, in a while. So, that that's kind of the only thing I would say. As a team, to be basically two standard deviations better than average. That's very difficult to do as a team. Yeah. As an individual performer, you see it all the time. And like pitchers, you see like DeGrom is about three standard deviations better than average on pitches. An individual, that's easier to do. And there's a statistical principle behind that. Uh, where we always talk about when we build regression models, talk about how averaging, uh, you know, can deflate uh, some of those, uh, you know, individual values and stuff like that. Uh, you know, it's kind of a common thing to talk about in the regression course as a team. It's very difficult to be that good. I think it's kind of what you're talking about that 128 is an offense is just, it's really hard to do. Like usually low one twenties is very good, but they're really, uh, incredible offense. So we're going to trust they're going to figure it out here. Uh, again, I think the, the last thing I'll say on price is what matters here. Model says should be minus 121. We're not playing the Braves at minus 130. We're getting good prices because we just know in the long run that's going to work out. Don't know what happens in this one game. But if we're playing the Braves at minus 110, it's a pretty reasonable investment. Minus 105 will get us to an A grade. Uh, the value lies in the price. Which takes us to our last game because Jared, 10 10 p.m. Eastern, Tigers at the Dodgers. I mean, everything we say about the Dodgers, about the Braves. You say about the Dodgers offense, just a little bit behind them, 126, not a 128, but also a very mm -hmm. incredible offense. Think about the top of both offenses, so deadly, yada, yada, yada. Tigers, not a great team. You know, the Tigers with an edge. That starting pitcher with Eduardo Rodriguez has had a great season. 
Uh, is this a bizarro revenge game? Eduardo Rodriguez rejecting the tie, the, the trade from the Tigers to the Dodgers. Uh, I, I I hope it's not because I assume that you know the Dodgers would be the one getting revenge for yeah. saying why didn't you why didn't you yeah. come here? But yeah, right, exactly, exactly. Uh, Three thirty two ERA on the season. Underlying metrics it should be a little bit higher. Having a great season though. Uh, Lance Lynn had some ups and downs this season. Model says right around league average. Model if if you look if you're an XFIP kind of guy, you can you can buy Lance Lynn stock. If you're a FIP guy you're selling your Lance Lynn stock and mm. his FIP aligns closer to his ERA. Lance Lynn's definitely a guy that really depending on exactly what page you find yourself on, what column you're looking at, you can kind of talk yourself into one thing or another. Models are slightly below average, just trying to aggregate all that information and sort through it. But he's definitely not an easy case to figure out. Because yeah. uh, we always talk about if the Do- you know Dodgers are good, just back the Dodgers. I'm assuming we're just going to be back in the Dodgers here, right? Yeah, and an interesting thing that you would say, I just talked about how great the Braves offense was, and I feel like the Dodgers have like less individual players with all, all the accolades maybe that the, the Braves get. But when you look at where they play their home games, the, the Braves are getting a slight increase uh, on mm-hmm. offense due to the, the park factor. Whereas the Dodgers don't don't get that, uh, mm-hmm. their park actually decreases runs just ever so slightly, and so uh, I know your your metric there is uh, accounts for park, all of that. Norm- yeah, yeah, it kind of normalizes yep. all of that. Still, an interesting um, yep. thing to note. Yeah, this this is just a situation where, like, look, you mentioned Lynn has been inconsistent. Eduardo Rodriguez, however, has not been inconsistent. Mm-hmm. He has mm-hmm. just been about at as steady as she goes here. So mm-hmm. for me, this is just a case of, I'm, I mean, concerns me a little bit going against the Dodgers offense, obviously, but you just got a guy who's pretty consistent. You know exactly what you're getting out of him day to day. And you got Lance Land who could like walk five guys and give up three home runs in like four innings. And, and so, you know, is that going to happen? I don't know. But plus 160 seems a little steep for a pitcher where I feel like I know what I'm going to get from him is going to keep the Tigers in this game, whereas Lynn could just kind of lose it a little bit like he's done in a few starts this season. It's not the best value in the world at plus 60. This is one where it's a C grade for now. I think it's a good one to talk about. I personally, I'm not sure I'm running to the window to make this play. If you're watching this earlier in the day, if you're watching this here at night, right when we get it up, you wonder if the Dodgers are going to take some money. They tend to take some money. The higher this goes, you could start getting really excited about this pick. Why are you getting more excited about it? It doesn't change the probability the Tigers win this. You're either going to win or lose. What yep. changes is the value proposition that you're going to get. And that's what we always talk about in the long run. Because hypothetically, if you think about, and it doesn't quite work like this, but but humor me a little bit. If you're going to make whatever picks you're going to pick and you're going to have whatever record you're going to have and you're going to win whatever percent of games you're going to win if you can make the prices a little bit better on those you can change if you're going to be a profitable better or not just based off the prices you get right and right. that's what we always preach here that the plus 160 offers c grade value on the tigers and i think cousin jared what what i'm hearing from you and what i see i think the model's telling us is kind of worth a stab like it's not you yeah. know it's, it's almost like a lotto ticket not quite obviously that extreme mm-hmm. but kind of one of those hey plus 160 for the guy who's been the more consistent and better pitcher and obviously he's going to be up against it against the dodgers offense but note dodgers a little left-handed heavy get a little bit of a dig against left-handed pitchers and great as a 122 so that gives us a slight extra help there lynn you never know what you're going to get plus 160 why not plus yeah. 165 gets us to a b plus 180 gets us to an a i'm not sure we'll get up to a grade but can I see this getting up to plus 170? 
One hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah, and at that point, the higher you start getting more and more value. So this is one where maybe you put. Yeah. This one we have the secret. We talk. You know. You know. We're not putting a ton on it right now. Secret value is we're just risking a little bit, and given that it only adds up to one and a half units, we're actually risking less than one unit. You know, on this thing by not even close to a unit. We're just. We're just dabbling in the market on this one, but the value gets higher. We get to dabble a little bit more and a little bit more, a little bit more with, with the extra value. So uh, Tigers, you know, might get blown out. If so, we're not risking a lot, but as the price continues to jump, I think it will continue to jump. We got some good value here on the Tigers. And as I teased at the start of the episode, just kind of want to point out the benefit that you get on Dub Club here. This is part of what I dub the cheat sheet. If you're with us on Dub Club, you have this and you can just skip forward to when this big white blob goes away. If you're not, you can pause the screen. You can zoom in. In other words, it might be a little bit small, especially in your phone. Zoom in, check out all that stuff, gives you the ratings, the splits. It's actually what I'm looking at on my screen right now as we discuss this game, the weather information, the park adjustments, the weather adjustments, run lines, reverse run lines, first fives, projected totals, first all sorts of stuff that I give out to all the people here uh, at Dub Club. And so if you're interested in this sort of stuff to really help you make smarter bets, find the right prices, you get all sorts of goodies over on Dub Club. And this is one. So again, I'm going to pause your screen, look at that. Uh, again, if you're with us on Dub Club, you don't need to because you've already seen all of that, which takes us to our pitcher prop of the day. Cousin Jared, uh, John means under three and a half Ks plus 108. This is available at FanDuel. I sent this out on discord to all of our dub clubbers over there with the discord kind of said hey bandle has got this plus 108 lock this in other shops are at minus 120 minus 130 that's probably where it should be in the minus 130 maybe even minus 140 range if i had to peg it myself you got a lefty against the astros we want to talk about the astros a little bit better against lefties john means is a really good pitcher coming back from injury he pitched five innings in his first start of the season had one strikeout is that really relevant here Probably not. It's one start. <laughs> yeah. Do I have any idea how long they're going to let him go? No, I don't know if anybody does other than the manager. And by the time you watch, maybe you've heard. But a lot of times this is not, you know, we don't really know what they're going to do. The Orioles are, are right in the middle of trying to win a division at this point. But they're trying to get this guy healthy because he can be a weapon for them in the playoffs. Will he get run early because the Astros can get a lefty? I have no idea. Will he strike out a bunch of people because he's a really good pitcher? I have no idea. All I can tell you is the reason we have an account at outlier.bet, and if you want that free trial slash professor, is for them to come and tell us things like this. Expected value, positive, 6.7% expected value. And it tells you, you know, it gives you an idea of what percent of your bankroll you should be putting on this based off of their math. I can't disagree with them when they say there's a plus expected value pick fading a lefty against the Astros. It's just yeah. been kind of our bread and butter. Yep. Yep. Uh, I mean, that that's all there is to it. I mean, really. And you know, we talked about, I was going to, you know, take the car out of the garage, take it around the block one more time for, you know, this is another car. You're going to take for one more spin, right? One, one, one more spin. I've only got so many more times on the, on the baseball show uh, this season. And so, yeah, as many times as we can, we can talk about that. I, I'm definitely going to be uh, definitely going to do it. I'm wondering if like teams are going to alter how they pitch the Astros, how they're going to line up their mm -hmm. rotation and everything once the postseason mm -hmm. uh, comes in, just because the, the, like the Astro splits are just, are just insane. Yeah, they are a little insane. Yeah. Yeah. And again, we always talk about, you know, even with the Ashes getting Brantley back, you've got another lefty who's just one of the better hitters against lefties. Yeah. Uh, Michael Brantley, professional hitter TM. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, can, as a lefty, still hits lefties. Jordan hits lefties. Tucker hits lefties. It's crazy. They just happen to have three lefties who are 
moderately immune from yeah. uh, the lefties, but they may be a little bit worse, but not like most lefties are. So yeah, a team that, that hits lefties really well. Maybe they'll run John Means. Maybe the Orioles will, you know, pull him a little bit earlier because of who knows what again with him coming back. Uh, he went five innings last time. Only had one strikeout. The Astros don't strike out a lot. Right. And so that's mm-hmm. the other thing too, exactly where his velocity is, where his stuff is. We have no idea. I think that's part of that uncertainty is why there's value here at the plus odds. So uh, definitely any time, we can get this plus expected value nudge from outlier.bet. We take advantage of that. And again, if you want to see all those little plus expected value uh, little stickers, sort by game, sort by prop type, sort by sport, all the sports, they've got all sorts of goodies over there uh, trying to alert you to all the ways you can make money. Outlier.bet slash professor gets you that seven-day free trial. Cousin Jared, that's all we've got for Monday. Do you have any last words for the people? You know, if you keep doing as well as you did today, you and Jake, am I going to have to like pay attention to the NFL? Like, am I going to have to? I, you know, I, 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 I like the bit, except for the fact that you texted me like four hours ago how excited you were going five and zero in the NFL. So I feel like you, I feel like you already are. That doesn't mean I paid attention to it. So just like, like, it's just like one of those things like, oh, you know, like, oh, look, I want to see what the plays. Yeah. Oh, hey, look, <laughs> this turned out well. Um, yeah. I don't know. It just pain, pains me to think I'm actually going to pay attention. But hey, if that means that we're winning, I'll, that's, a, that's a price I'll pay. I, I cannot uh, tell you how valuable for me as a uh, – and I can't believe I'm going to say these words because I've been a statistician in my life and I've been a professor in my life. But now as a professional handicapper, it's so weird to say those words. Yes, uh, you yeah. know, Full-time professional handicapper, how valuable the NFL Plus premium has been so I can – Watch mm. all the NFL games, uh, the condensed yeah. versions, mostly about half an hour, and it's just play after play after play. And unfortunately, I find myself a lot of times being like, I wonder what the announcer said, because they didn't, I only hear like half of every sentence. I never hear like yeah. a whole sentence. And I'm kind of yeah. like, I wonder where they were going with that. I would like to hear that information, but there's just only so much time in the day doing yeah. all these sports. So at least I can watch it and see, uh, and try to try to see things, see if my eyes are aligning with the model um, has so far. It's been so good. So yeah, I just can't only hope it, it continues. It's, it, it was a fun day today for sure. It was. Yeah. All right. Well, that's all we've got for you today. Thank you for tuning in this episode of Pitch the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you can get all the sports betting content that we've got on this channel dropped right into your feed. Uh, Cousin Jared, you and I will be doing college ball show here in 24 hours. Then Jake and I will be back with an NFL show. And then you and I'll be back for a dub club exclusive where we cover all the other games in college football. Um, mm-hmm. If that's something you're seeing again, all those benefits over on dub club. So lots of good stuff happening this week, along with more baseball content still coming at you as you're going through the week, as always, best of luck. And remember you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money. <laughs>